So is it your doctor's job to make you lose weight, make you exercise, force you to eat right and do all that? I get a lot of comments on my social media profiles where people are like, listen, Dr. Allo, you guys in the medical community are so corrupt. You don't know what you're talking about. You guys, all you care about is pushing pills. So obviously this bothers me because I don't think we're just all about pushing pills. But it is a very common misconception. A lot of people are like, well, you guys don't care. You know, soon I've, every doctor I go to, all they do is throw a bunch of pills at me. So first of all, the reason this happens is because the healthcare system, so there's a lot of parts to it. The main part is the healthcare system is a little bit upside down. People in America are not encouraged to see their doctor for preventative maintenance. You just go when something breaks down. It's kind of like you never change the oil in your car and you don't do radiator flushes. You don't change the brakes. You don't do car washes, whatever it is. You don't do regular maintenance. And when something really breaks down, like your transmission or the engine blows a gasket, then you go to the mechanic and the mechanic has to put your car back together again. So a lot of people don't come and see doctors when they don't have problems, when they don't need preventative maintenance. As a cardiologist, I don't see patients literally till they've already had a heart attack or stroke. And at a lot of times, much of what they have is too late to fix, but we can patch you back together again. I would much rather see people before they have issues and take care of them that way. Most of my patients, actually, when they first meet me and walk through the door, they say, Dr. Allo, oh my goodness, I wish I would have met you 40 years ago because I believe I'm different. I actually talk to my patients about weight loss. I actually talk to my patients about fitness. I give them an exercise program. I give them recipes. I give them all these resources to get their life back on track. But like I said, in most of the time, in my situation, at least, it's a little bit too late because people don't go out looking for a preventative cardiologist or try to find a cardiologist that does this. They are, they kind of get stuck with me because I was there at the hospital that day. I was the one rounding. That's who their primary doctor referred them to. They have really high blood pressure. So from a cardiologist standpoint, it's different because most people end up with me because they have to have me and they need me. Um, if you are a family doctor, and you're a family doctor, you notice the same thing. A lot of patients don't come see you till it's a little bit too late. Now, after they have high blood pressure and diabetes and their legs are numb or their face is droopy or whatever it might be, now they come, they're like, hey, doc, something doesn't feel right, right? You know, I'm sure you all notice that. So the question is like, whose fault is it? Or like, not whose fault, like I'm not trying to blame anybody, but whose responsibility is it to take control of their healthcare? Part of the other, the biggest, the other part of the problem is that we have a um, a third-party payer system. A lot of people think, well, because I pay for medical insurance, I don't need to worry about it. They're going to pay for me if something goes bad. Imagine if we told people that you're not covered by insurance anymore. It, you have to pay for everything out of pocket. If you ever need a, a cardiac cath, have a stroke, heart attack, diabetes, hypertension, what have you, you got to pay for it out of pocket. Imagine if we told people that. How many people would still be overweight? How many people would still smoke? How many people would still go binge drinking on the weekends? How many people would overconsume calories and gain weight? How many people would not hike or have sedentary habits or not do things to improve their health? Just think about that. Those are valid questions. Because there's a third party payer, these medical, you know, these medical insurances or your health insurance, people are like, well, I'm already paying health insurance $1,500, $2,000 a month. They're going to fix me if I need it. So why should I care? 
right? I can keep smoking. They're going to fix me. I can stay overweight. I can continue to not eat a um, healthy diet or overconsume calories or whatever it is. I don't have to be active. I don't have to do whatever because they're going to fix me and patch me up if needed, right? Um, obviously, that's not a good attitude, but unfortunately, that's the way that the system is set up. People are not going to go out of their way to do the right thing if there is not a financial incentive, reward incentive, you know, something to make them, you know, want to do that. And unfortunately, that's the system that we have. And that's the system we live in. So I was listening to an interview where this guy, I think his name was Dana White. He's a entrepreneur, super rich guy. And he was talking so horribly about his doctors. He was like, none of them whoever helped me or fixed me, I was obese, I was overweight, I had sleep apnea, I had high blood pressure, I had cholesterol problems, I was on diabetes medications, all this stuff. Finally, I met this health coach who forced me to work out, eat less, exercise, whatever, lost a bunch of weight, I don't know, lost maybe 100 pounds, whatever it was, I don't know. Um, lost a ton of weight, the sleep apnea went away, the blood pressure went away, the cholesterol got better, the diabetes improved, you know, all that stuff improved. And he's blaming doctors and medicine for that, which is a little bit insane because it's not our fault that this happened to you. Um, you did this to yourself. And then the two minute, um, and that's the other thing. Another part of the problem is the two minute corporate medicine, um, visit. You go to see your doctor, you literally have one minute and 40 seconds to talk to your doctor. The average doctor talks to their patient literally for one minute and 40 seconds. That is insane. Um, which is why I made my community. A lot of the my my followers and, and friends were like, listen, man, you need to make a community. Um, we don't have enough access. We want to be able to talk to you in an environment that is safe, private, and we get all the time in the world um, because there is no um, time to talk to your doctors. Unfortunately, corporate medicine has uh, done that. Um, and, and with corporate medicine, they're forcing doctors to see more and more patients in less and less time. So that adds to it too. So back to this Dana White guy. Um, he was mad as hell. He's like, if I break my arm, fine, I'll go see a doctor. If I, you know, need emergency surgery for an appendix, I'll go see my doctor. But I am never going to see a doctor for anything else, which I get that sentiment. And I understand why he's feeling that way. Um, and I don't blame him. There's a lot of things at play here. You have the third-party payer system. You have corporate medicine. Literally, there are no family practices anymore that are just an independent doctor chatting with his patients like there's old friends, you know, out in rural America. It is all corporate. There, It's all been corporatized, um, you know, corporate medicine. And, and what's worse sometimes is you'll get uh, sometimes even bigger people that don't even understand medicine at all, like these private equity firms that'll buy up practices all over the country and want to, you know, enforce their rules and their optimizations and cut staff and cut services. Um, so you end up with this highly corporate commercialized medicine that's not personal anymore. If your doctor isn't making enough and they leave, no one cares. The corporate medicine, like, oh, we'll just hire the next guy. We'll hire the next graduate. We'll hire an NP. We'll hire whatever. Um, you know, so it's become a multi-pronged problem. And the healthcare system is not the way it should be. Yes, we still have an amazing, fantastic healthcare system. Despite having probably the sickest population in the world, um, and by sickest I mean people with the most burden or the highest burden of chronic disease, chronic illnesses, we still have pretty good outcomes compared to uh, other countries. Now, the rest of the world is catching up to us with their own horrible um, 
medicine and, and obesity and, and the epidemics and all that, you know, with the obesity. Um, so I think the, it's swinging and changing, but, but a lot of this is the, is this, um, all of these things kind of dumping in together on top of the patients and doctors. So we don't want to blame doctors for this problem. We did not create this problem. Your family doctor did not make you overweight or obese or a smoker or inactive or have a corporate sedentary job. We didn't do that to you. Um, I, I didn't give you the heart attack. I didn't have you ignore your high cholesterol for years and smoking and diabetes and not get treated. I didn't do that to you. You did that. And maybe the entire system as a whole did that. Part of it is not your fault. Some of it you should take personal responsibility for um, because, you know, blaming me as the doctor or blaming all of healthcare is not helpful. Um, the patient definitely deserves part or some of the blame, especially for some of these conditions. Now, a lot of the genetic stuff, there's not a whole lot we can do about you just born with it. But definitely the patient needs to take some accountability and say, listen, I understand what I've done uh, and I need to fix this. And that's when you go and hire a health coach and you care. You take your car to the mechanic for regular maintenance. You take your car for the oil changes, these radiator flush, the brake, whatever, the uh, car washes to make it look nice and shiny. You know, you do all that stuff to take care of yourself. And then when it when something does break down, at least it won't be as bad. Like, you know, maybe you need to change your brake pads every once in a while, but at least you didn't blow blow an engine or a gasket or whatever. So hopefully that helps. Um, if you like this podcast, we've already have somewhere in the neighborhood of over 2000 downloads. I just started it literally about a week ago. Please leave some awesome reviews and ratings. We've already cracked the top 200 in fitness and I th think the top 20 in medicine. I don't know if those are still accurate because it's a running um, scoring system. But anyways, share this with some friends. We'll talk later. Peace. Peace.